I'm Sam. And I'm Lizzie. And we're queer people who love movies. This is Subtextual. Hey Lizzie, how you doing today? I'm just so, so, so stoked to be on the mic. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to talk to you about the Oscars because we were at the same watching party and I felt like I couldn't talk to you about it. Not only were we at the same Oscar party, but we were wearing the same outfit. Yeah, I'll I'll post a photo. You guys, we were in our power of the dog outfits, like so confident that that movie was going to win Best Picture. Committed. I looked like a little sad cowboy by the end of the night, but hey. Everyone wins, everyone loses. <laughs> it was a, a nice slice of humble pie for us. Yeah, I felt like I had to do like a costume change once yeah. it lost. <laughs> and also a special occasion, we have Lee on camera today. Hello. Yeah, it's good yeah. to have you on cam because we'll all be talking about our predictions for the winners and, and what actually the outcome of what which. actually transpired. <laughs> I think I did the worst. Yeah? Out of all of us, I had like 14 points. Is that more than you? I had 19. I think I had like nine. Nine? Yeah, I did really badly. I kept like last minute like changing my Mm. answers. I will not lie. On our like Oscar ballot party thing, I put different answers for some of them than I actually voted for in our episode. Yeah. I know, because I just kept hearing shit and just like didn't trust my gut. Yeah, that was that's fair. I should have gone back and changed mine to Will Smith because, you know, on the day of, <laughs> I was like, it very well could happen. And mm-hmm. then I saw the slap and I was like, okay, change it back, change Phew. it back. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, I mean, whatever. I guess you couldn't have predicted yeah. that shit. Well, let's run through them. I guess <laughs> let's just talk about all the categories. Yeah. What we thought would happen and what the fuck actually happened. In yeah. This- Current reality. Um, what should we start with? We could talk about the ceremony altogether. This is the first one really back since COVID. So right. people are indoors without masks. Nobody's like zooming in to accept anything. And um, it looked really good. It, it seemed a little bit smaller, but it still seemed really like um, like upscale. Yeah, I liked the way that they had everything laid out. You're right. It did feel like very intimate. Like the theater felt really small. Like there couldn't have been more than like 300 celebrities in that place. Yeah. And all of the like A-listers were like in these like what looked like thrones. It was kind of weird. It was similar to like, you know, when you watch like a Comedy Central roast and like there's someone on the dais and they're like in these big chairs and it did kind of turn into a roast so maybe that was the point of that. I did appreciate though that the people who won didn't have to walk like 12 minutes up to the front (laughs) like it was just kind of like eight steps and then like like and the women didn't have to like try to teeter on their stilettos up like 19 stairs because remember that one year that Jennifer Lawrence ate shit on the stairs? Oh do I remember because I I remember seeing those stairs because it was not like they weren't even like regulation stairs they were like really shallow. Yes. Like a ton of really shallow steps, which is almost worse than like a few normal steps. Exactly. I would yeah. rather less bigger stairs than like little tiny fuckers. Yeah, she ate shit and I was like, dude, I I would eat shit. Honestly, it made me feel even more about her. I don't have I already <laughs> feel many things about her. So I was like, oh my baby, she failed. She's so relatable, my God. So relatable. She falls in her ball gowns, as do I. <laughs> You're like, girl, same. I also fall when I accept my Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) What did we think about the presenters or the hosts? Is that what they call them? The hosts? Yeah, I like the hosts. There was way less host than I remember before. Like, do you remember when it was like Anne Hathaway and James Franco and it was like, God, they spoke like every other word? Yeah. No, you're right. We like didn't really see them. They came in at like the quarters, basically. I thought they had a they were a good like I I thought the jokes they made were a little ridiculous which I'm like look let's just take it there Ricky Gervais style they didn't yeah. go that far but <laughs> they were definitely rude which I was like you know if anyone's going to be rude to celebrities it's going to be other celebrities so let's go Yeah I don't I don't mind the like the jokes I didn't think I mean I didn't think any of them were offensive or anything The only one I kind of cringed at was whenever what's her name Amy Schumer called Kirsten Dunst a seat filler. Oh, yeah. I was, it just didn't land for me. And, like, I couldn't tell if Jesse Plemons was upset or not. But I just felt upset for him. I was like, I don't know. It was, it was kind of a cheap shot. I looked it up afterwards because a lot of people on TikTok were, like, upset by some of these, like, random jokes. 
Um, but people were upset with that one. And then Amy Schumer had like said something on Instagram that was like, we had spoke about the joke before. It was like choreographed, like she knew to like get up and she thought the joke was funny. I would like never insult her. Uh, she, they're both so good actors that are like so good at procuring empathy that they play their job too well because I just felt bad for both of them. Yeah. I mean, I don't give a fuck about the joke. I'm sure Kirsten was game. I I thought it would be funnier if she called Jesse Plemons a seat filler. Yes, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah, because he's right. virtually like an unknown <laughs> until this year, until yeah. Power of the Dog. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so... I was like, why Kirsten? Like, we should write for the fucking Oscars. I think our jokes would be better. <laughs> Stupider, but better. I think our jokes wouldn't be offensive because they'd be hard to understand. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, I'm not sure if I should be mad or to laugh. Yeah, exactly. And we're like, we're not sure either. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they just announce the next Comedy Central roast? No. I, or I'm not that I know of. Maybe I just dreamed about it, but I remember being like, Whoa, that sounds good. Lizzie has such vivid dreams that it would make sense that you, like, would confuse them with reality. Honestly, no fucking shit. All right, I just looked it up. It must have been a dream. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't announce it yet, but... Who, who was it in your dream, do you remember? It was someone great. It was, like, Timothy Chalamet or something. Uh, he, I feel like he needs a few more years to bake before yeah. we can completely roast him. He hasn't been, like, a single bad movie yet, so there's nothing to make fun of him for. Has he not been in a bad movie? Like what? Like Little Women. Great. He's in Lady a, Bird. Don't Look Up. Do you guys like that movie? Uh, <laughs> we don't, but he was the best character in that okay. movie, if we're going to be honest. Yeah, he was great. He was like, you know, secretly like Christian. Yes, which I think is <laughs> hilarious. Like not something I saw coming. Yeah, I didn't really like that movie. I was afraid it was going to win anything. And like, thankfully, it won like nothing, right? Nothing. Not a single damn thing. No one barely talked about it, which is fine with me. Totally fine with me. I just, I wish that the Academy Awards would stop maxing out their best pictures with things yeah. that are not even going to win anything. And like 10 fucking movies, it makes it impossible to guess which one's going to win at a party. Exactly. It makes my life harder for my parties, the <laughs> Oscars. But like, yeah, like the year Brokeback Mountain lost to Crash, it was like one of six, maybe. Maybe one of five movies. And now they're at like nine, ten. How many was this year? One, two, three, four, five. Ten. Ten. They maxed out. Movies. Which I'm like... I mean, a lot of movies did come out last year, to be fair, but... Yeah. There are, like, four that, like, really took home. Dune, obviously. Yeah. Coda. Mm-hmm. Encanto won a lot. And um, Tammy Faye, I guess, maybe. I guess. They had multiple. Yeah. Not a lot of them had multiple. Yeah. Which is kind of nice, I guess. Spread it out. Except for Dune. I was like, Dune is the only <laughs> movie people saw last year, which, hey, if you're going to give them an award, give them an award for being sexy. They got all the sexy awards. Yeah. I mean, how do you guys feel that they, like, pre-recorded those technical awards before? I feel like I heard that they were doing that to save time, and yet the Oscars were <laughs> four fucking hours long. Yeah. It was like a drive my car plus an epilogue. So mm -hmm. I'm like, bullshit. Like, let those people have their time. They just didn't want to, like... They wanted to be able to cut away without them accidentally talking over the playout music in their speech, you know? They wanted to ensure that no one would mm -hmm. go over time. Yeah. And I'm just like, to me, this year's Oscars was like the biggest breakdown of the charade that we think that all filmmakers are equal in, you know, by we, I mean like Hollywood. Yeah. Because the way everything was handled with the whole Will Smith debacle and then um, them like pushing all these other awards to the end and them like trying to play off Raisuke Hamaguchi, like trying to play him off early, but not Will Smith. I was like, we're just, the facade is cracked. We do not believe that all of these people are being treated equally. And it was like exemplified. Yeah. It was very high school. Like these, there are jocks and then there are nerds. Yes. hundred percent. And there were yeah. even like a couple of nerds and like the popular kids like <laughs> I feel like Jesse Plemons and Kirsten like never got discussed at all and I was like but yeah they kept saying like the beautiful couples yeah and they would shoot to like Javier, you know, Javier and, and Will Which, Smith like, fair enough they're probably the most attractive couple in in the whole world but yeah still. but like what about the normies what about us normies we're upset. And also, they were the only couple that both were nominated yes. for something. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Well, Penelope and Javier were. Oh, shit. You're totally right. Yeah. Javier was. He oh. was um, 
being the Ricardos. Yeah. I think the eight pre-recorded like technical things, I also heard they were shot before. So in order for you to um, like if you were an A-list celebrity, in order to see your film win, you would have to skip the red carpet. And there was only mm. one celebrity who did that. And that was Jessica Chastain. You skipped it? Yeah, she was. She skipped because uh, she wanted to support the makeup team for Eyes of Tammy Faye. So she. That's why, like, when you see them come up with the technical awards, there's no actual like well-known celebrities like on stage with them. That's so sweet that Jessica Chastain went. But yeah, see, just another like that's just what they had to say to get everyone like shut up about them trimming them down is like oh we were doing it to save time it's like no you you would have planned it better if that was the case you would have done it like i don't know the day before or a couple hours before so people could go to the red carpet still because now none of those people are in any of the photos and that's like another status thing or just so stupid if you trim the fat with your best picture nominees you don't have to do a three minute cut scene after like before a commercial that's like Coda, you know. Yeah. I mean, Coda obviously well deserved it. It won Best Picture, but like, you know, don't look up. Like, why did we have to see through minutes of yeah. that shit? It won nothing. That's fucking like, yeah. There's like 25 minutes of screen time right there mm-hmm. that you could trim down to like 10. And they were doing these like weird Twitter contests with like top five <laughs> moments. And I remember looking around at all of you guys, like, the fucking Justice League is number one over the Matrix. Like, what the fuck? So yeah, apparently all these voting things were done as like kind of a universal troll. Like the internet got its worst <laughs> trolls together and they all decided they would vote on like the least memorable shit, which I think is so fucking funny. And next year I'm going to be a part of that. What was so, that um, Johnny Depp movie that, like, do you remember that clip? Like, what, what does that even exist? That's what I was saying. I thought they were fake movies because I hadn't heard of them. No, I didn't see the Johnny I like went to the bathroom at one point because i was like fuck this oh my god so funny and something about the flash like, oh the yeah. justice league thing was <laughs> it was the flash like running into the sun <laughs> i looked around and no one had seen the movie <laughs> we were being like pranked apparently you know? i heard that they rolled that in <laughs> in the dopey cinema <laughs> and it like played dead to like a dead silent audience Angelina Jolie's like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) People who are in those movies are probably like, oh my god, that's so embarrassing. (laughs) I didn't know they were going to play this clip. Oh my god. (laughs) Lee, what did you think about like the ceremony as a whole and the hosts and stuff? I agree that uh, it felt super long, even though I know they were trying to do all that stuff where we like pre-record stuff to make it feel faster or go faster. It definitely, I think it was supposedly it was like a short ceremony but it felt really long i mean short i mean compared to years in the past um it was yeah it's definitely a wild uh a wild ceremony i don't know i feel like i could talk to my therapist <laughs> about this year's oscars you know what i mean like this is the kind of year it was yeah like that's a traumatic experience yeah. and you're like and then <laughs> amy shimmer came down as spider-man <laughs> Someone was wearing Crocs. I, I didn't think they would win, but they went on stage. I I think it's um it's funny because you're saying it was like a shorter ceremony. I can't believe that to be true. I saw so photos long. like of all of them changing outfits and going to the after party, and I'm like, I would go home and go to sleep. Absolutely. Could you imagine? They're like going out after that in a different set of clothes. I I was sore today when I woke up. Sore from just like watching the Oscars <laughs> in my backyard. Yeah. And also like you're sat there. You're not eating anything. No. I don't know. I You could tell some people hadn't eaten anything and they had a weird combo of like narcotics and alcohol in their system. Some people were zooted, but I feel like zooted is too fun of a word. Some people were just like <laughs> whacked. Yeah. Who, do, who comes to mind? Kevin Costner whacked. Yeah, let's talk about Kevin Costner real quick. Or actually, let's take a very long time to talk about Kevin Costner. At some point, you looked around and were like, what category is he talking about? He's been talking for two full minutes. I have no idea what he's saying. Like, by yeah. the time he said his next word, I forgot his last word and was just totally lost and angry (laughs) we hosted a oscars party where we like had a projector outside and we would bring music up 
in the commercials and, you know, we had a microphone to say announcements, but I interrupted the live Oscar broadcast while Kevin Costner was like in his fifth minute of speaking just to see if anyone understood what was happening because and like everyone looked just as confused as everyone we were. was on their phone like what the fuck is <laughs> let me take the time to like check my work email google who is kevin costner <laughs> oh he lost his mind yeah uh, best director did go to jane campion that is one i did get right at yeah. least wait i meant to look this up but did she mention a woman love of a woman in her speech do you remember that yeah she said my partner who gives me love yeah and she i looked up partner and it came up with her like ex-husband but not her like current partner could you look it up oh my god should i find her speech yeah and then get the name i just kind of skip through a little bit yeah I thank my brilliant producers, Tanya Segetian, who is always by my side. <laughs> Emil Sherman, Ian Canning, and Roger Frappier, also Kate Richter. Netflix, your whole awesome team embraced this film from the very beginning. Thank you so very much. And my home people, my family, you know who you are, especially Alice, my daughter, is here. And Tony, my beautiful partner. <laughs> You gave me so much love and encouragement and made it fun. It sounded like she said Tony and you. My grandmother's name is Tony, so. Look, let's keep diving. So we got, a, we got Tony and we have a maybe she. Yeah, her ex is Colin, so she's not talking about him. Okay. No one's really writing about it. I found this, this uh, website, soundhealthandlastingwealth.com. <laughs> That sounds legit. Who is Jane Campion's husband or partner? Know her relationship status in 2022. But it's totally like a, just like a not real article or it's kind of hard to, yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are quoting it as you showed me so much love, not yeah. like she showed me so much love. I think it's you. You think I'm her partner? It's you. You're Tony, right? <laughs> Maybe she was just thanking her Tony. Does she have a Tony Awards? <laughs> She pulls like a Tony out of her okay, wait. dress pocket. Sound health and lasting. I found that same article. We're gonna keep an eye on this, folks. It we might, will. It might like drop in the next few days. Yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah. If there's anything that the internet is good at, it's fucking finding shit out. So, if any of you deep divers out there find out who this Tony person is, we need to know. Yeah, we'd appreciate it if you have any idea who Tony is. That'd be great. If it's a man, just keep it to yourself. But yeah. if it's a woman, let us know. Because <laughs> if it's a man, I'd rather live in, in a reality in where at least I can pretend I can. There's some mystery. She kind of looks like a pottery lesbian. You know what I mean? Jane Campion. Yeah, the mark of a lesbian is like sensible shoes. <laughs> she is wearing a dress with pockets. She pulls yes. her like little notes for her speech out of her pocket, which I was like, <laughs> you so did start screaming. It has pockets. Because Ariana DeBose dress slash tux also had pockets, and I was like, Kristen Stewart had pockets. Look, I'm just saying it's a trend. Absolutely, there <laughs> should be pockets. It's a rule. Yeah. Y'all want to start going through the categories and Let's seeing how bad we did? <laughs> yeah. I mean, see how bad I did. You did just fine compared to me. Um, we'll see. Um, we did have someone at the party get like only two wrong. Yeah. And I would say their name, but I don't want to put them on blast. This person wins every year, so they have a true gift. I think we need to stop inviting them, honestly, and give someone else a freaking chance. I mean, there was like one person right on their heels, so it's just, we're going to stop inviting people who watch movies. Just invite <laughs> all of our friends who like we know from like D&D &D League or something. Yeah, can we just say we're having a party and then they get there and we lock the door? <laughs> like, time for the Oscars. <laughs> They're like, but I haven't seen any films this year. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Here's your ballot. You better fucking vote. They're like, documentary feature? I don't know. It's like, there's 27 categories. It's just, shut the fuck up. <laughs> okay, speaking of documentary feature, I feel like we should start with that one. Um, Questlove won for Summer of Soul, which, have you seen that movie? I haven't. Oh, I feel like you would just love the shit out of it. It's just like the best hidden 70s footage of these just amazing performances from i think it was 69 the same year as woodstock that film fucking slaps so 
hard. Hell yeah, dude. And like the, the Chris Rock moment happened like right before that. So I honestly didn't register that win very well. But which is like really enraging to me that they took away really Will Smith took away from that moment. Well, Questlove got on stage and as he's getting on stage, he like he hugs Will Smith. He like Will Smith gets up and they have like a nice hug and then he goes up and Chris Rock is kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't make it for the fact that the entire audience was like not listening because they were too busy being like, was that real? Was that real? Yeah. You know, it's like, because Questlove is great and that movie is great. Did you see that movie, Lee? I did not see it, but I really want to watch it. I think I put that on my ballot. I kind of figured like it would, I've heard really good things. And then also I read something. So you've seen it. Mm-hmm. I read like, do they also like interview the bands that were playing there, but like modern day in today's time or? They, yeah. They contextualize it with like interviews from musicians who had been there or musicians or even um some festival goers who had been there. Because it was kind of these momentous performances. And also probably one of the best Nina Simone performances I've ever witnessed. Oh, wow. It's really, really cool. I read something about like there's a scene where the fifth dimension like watches their performance that they played or something. It's like very like heart wrenching or like touching. Yes, exactly. There's a lot of different moments like that. Because some of these people have since passed. Mm. um, And some were just starting out. Like Stevie Wonder was so young. He's like a teenager (laughs) just like banging away on stage, just looking amazing. And it's it's so cool to see where everyone was at in their career. And, And this footage is so spectacular that it was just like sitting in a fucking basement somewhere i think Mm. is the story and then it got uncovered it's like that's what a gift from the universe (laughs) that this was unearthed you know at a time now where we were like obsessed over it and it won an oscar we love it yeah i had put flea down for that category Mm. because i had i really hoped that flea would get something I, i haven't seen flea either but i'd heard like amazing things and i've never seen like an animated documentary before so it kind of just like blew my mind a little bit yeah, not a feature-length one for sure. I mean, Flea had a really cool trifecta of nominations in that it received a nomination for a documentary feature, international feature, and animated feature, which seems pretty monumental. I mean, and I, I actually watched that movie last night. It's horribly sad, Aww. but very beautifully done and so good. And the fact that it's done in an animated style, I don't know, just kind of like let you absorb it all a little bit denser you know like you could really I don't know I appreciate that because oftentimes in documentaries you see dramatizations that like pull you right out of it exactly yeah so if it's all if they keep the whole storyline in an animated style it probably really like allows you to jump into the story yeah I feel like I could soak in the details more easily because it was animated and like it felt more real being animated I don't I don't know how that really worked out but there's images from that that story beats that I feel like I'll just remember forever. Uh, It was just like very effective. So good. So one thing I think we were all right about is international feature. Yes. Drive My Car did snag international feature. Did it win any other categories? Mm -mm. Damn. Yeah. Which I don't know. I think maybe this is a good way to segue to adapted screenplay because I think that was one some of us thought it would win and I think was a better choice personally than Coda. Um, Coda's adaptation is from like a French film with a very similar plot plot line that was released I think in 2014 or 2016. So you know adapting from film to film in another language is cool or whatever but I just think bringing something in from a piece of literature like Drive My Car and Dune and Power of the Dog is a bigger and badder feat. But, you know, I think Code is a great film. I don't want it to lose any of its shine and any of its accolades because I think it is worthy of what attention it's getting. But for that one in particular, I was like, come on, Drive My Car and Dune (laughs) really could have pulled it through. Yeah, I haven't seen Coda. I haven't had any desire to see Coda. There were some films that we talked about in our predictions episodes that I was like... The, the descriptions that you guys were giving really made me want to like sit down and see that. But Coda wasn't one of them. And, you know, maybe I'll go back and see it. But honestly, I'm a little butthurt. I really love Power of the Dog. Yeah. Some people are saying that if it hadn't won Best Feature, it would have had a like it would have aged better and 
could have like gone on to do more almost like had a farther reach because mm. now it's held at this best picture standard and if you hadn't seen it now you're probably gonna be like oh this is a good movie but it's just a good movie um most of the movie kind of centers on this idea that deaf people have a hard time enjoying music which mm. there have been deaf people who come out and it's like that's not true at all i mean it's just a different way and it was just kind of, yeah. it didn't necessarily say all the best things but hey it's kind of like you take what you can get is kind of the sentiment i've been hearing from a lot of people like it is a mainstream movie with like 40 percent of the movie is uh, american sign language dialogue mm -hmm. which is pretty fucking cool and it is a good movie like truly it is i think it is um it reminds me of like the discourse around um Love on the Spectrum, mm -hmm. that Netflix show that's like two seasons long. I really like that show. Um, and it follows autistic people in Australia and like they have a matchmaker kind of set them up on dates and um, help them, you know, socialize with each other. And there have been like accounts of autistic people online that are like, this is so sugar coated. Mm -hmm. They also like it comes across that autistic people are very simple. And, mm -hmm. you know, obviously, like if you're in a marginalized community a group of people like you often are like expected to be like happy with whatever you get mm -hmm. so it's you you're discouraged from like you know trying to have these difficult conversations but I mean I'm glad CODA exists I just want more I guess yeah I think that's a general sentiment like hopefully this isn't just like okay great check we have a best picture film that you know involves deaf, deaf people at its core we don't have to do anything else. Like hopefully it just like opens this up, mm -hmm. you know, and films that can like cross over into other genres as well without just being like, oh, this is a movie about deaf people. You know, it's like it could just be a movie. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm glad Troy Kotzer won because that exchange before and, and then his speech was like outstanding. And yeah. you had said in the predictions episode that he had only been in like two movies um, so hopefully this gives him like a platform and, you know, people see his merit and he gets cast in a bunch of other shit now. Hell yeah. I, that was the most deserved thing. And the thing I was most excited about that Coda won mm -hmm. at the Oscars. Mm -hmm. I think Troy Kotzer did such a great job. I mean, I've already gagged over his performance in our last episode <laughs> on the Oscars, but. Okay. Lizzie, this might be a sore subject, but mm. we got to talk about it. What? Case you lost. Aww. I, we like pulled a semi like seance mani like manifestation moment at our mm -hmm. Oscar party, me and mm -hmm. you, and yeah, our witch powers combined even could not bring us this wind. Uh, we should have known when that when we like held hands and we were like Christmas do it, Christmas do it, and she didn't get it that like we did the same thing for Power of the Dog and probably ended up cursing it. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted it so bad that the universe was like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> but you know, Kristen Stewart. I think you know she's on a she's on a trajectory. She's only getting better. You know, hopefully she'll have more roles like this juicy and this dynamic. But yeah, I'm I mean, still disappointed. This could mark a a pivot in her career. If this mm -hmm. is her first nomination, she's been acting forever. Yeah. So, what do you think about Chastain pulling out Tammy Faye win? Like I said, I watched that movie just for her, and although she did a good job, I never want to see it again. Yeah. <laughs> she really did such a good job. I think the performance was comparable to Spencer, but I think that Spencer just existed in this like soup that made K Sue just shine a little bit more, you know? Like, Jessica was the best part of that film easy hands down and she really did disappear into Tammy Faye I thought mm -hmm. which had a lot to do with the makeup and hairstyling which maybe we can talk about with this but it did win a makeup and hairstyling Oscar for this film but yeah would never watch it again I know more about Tammy Faye now than I wish to know and yeah Spencer <laughs> as a whole movie was just like such well crafted and where I think like there's a lot of forgettable ele elements to um Tammy Faye yeah, like if we're talking salads, like she, mm. Jessica Chastain was like the crouton on a Caesar salad, mm -hmm. whereas like K-Stew was like the corn on a Cobb salad, you know, yeah. like every bite's pretty good. But like if you get a bite of a Caesar salad without a crouton, like you're fucked. Yeah, you're like, this is wet. Yeah. This is wet <laughs> cheese salad. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you're with me on that analogy. Thank you. Wait, did you see, um, did you see Eyes of Tammy Faye? I didn't. I was really surprised when Jessica Chastain... Took the award because it's such a stacked category. Um, but I believe she's 
probably really good in it. Um, I didn't also didn't realize Michael Showalter is the director. It's the guy from like Wet Hot American Summer. Wait, what? You've like the, probably the white seen guy? him. He's like the main. I think he's the protagonist, if I'm not mistaken, of the movie, like the first movie. But he's like in, I think, right? That's Andrew Show. Uh, yeah, you're talking. You're talking about that white guy <laughs> with like white hair, and he kind of looks like a dad. No, 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 no. He's got. He's like the young dude in the first movie. Look up uh, Michael Showalter. He looks different now because he's like a little chubbier than when he was like young. <laughs> you got a picture. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He pulls like a pen 15 in the new one where he's mm. like a kid, but is fully an adult. But he's done some fun stuff before. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll see it. But I don't know. You're, you're probably <laughs> super fine to not. Honestly, Lizzie, would you recommend Lee seeing it? Honestly, I don't regret watching it. You know, it held my attention for however many minutes. So yeah, give, Lizzie, one day put it on in the background. Didn't you like leave in the middle of it? No, I feel like I watched, watched the end it at alone. your house. No, I stayed. Maybe the end just made me feel so lonely. <laughs> made you feel <laughs> alone. It was better than I thought it would be, but that doesn't make it a great movie. Agreed. And like Lizzie was saying that if you go back and you even listen to the like that you're wrong about episode of the podcast, like their life was... Mm. so much darker mm-hmm. i mean it's already plenty dark so in the movie dark. but like it was another level of bad abuse yeah. um that they really didn't lay into too hard i don't i don't we don't need things to be sugar-coated anymore you didn't sugarcoat spencer and that made me like it more like mm-hmm. diana spencer had a ton of issues and this kind of addressed you know several of them head on but yeah jessica chastain she did great look they were both a little gay. We didn't expect either of them, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, there's a surprising amount of like weird, like little trinkets in the Oscars this year. Yeah. There was Timothy Chalamet being shirtless, essentially. Titties out. Titties out. Mm-hmm. Um, Penelope Cruz's character that she was nominated for is a queer woman. No way. Surprise, bitch. What? I was also surprised. I didn't know that. Yeah. Parallel Mothers is definitely worth a watch. Shit. The fucking clip they chose to like exemplify penelope cruz also like when they're like oh and you know here's a little clip of what she's done that was like the worst fucking male-centric scene in the whole movie i was like this scene it's a movie about her being a mother like why this scene where she's like breaking up with her boyfriend yeah some let's of those scenes, sorry some of those scenes were so bad on the yeah the I was about to say, let's talk about those fucking clips like they picked this the spencer one they picked for case two was her being like slamming the <laughs> biller table they're like oh it needs to be like the biggest strongest widest scene i was like it needed to be the scene on the beach with sally hawkins absolutely period. you just need sally hawkins to be nominated Aww, as well i do come on come on why didn't she not get a support okay who was an actress in supporting yeah jesse buckley Ariane. oh this was also pretty fucking stacked though we could have got rid of judy dench and put sally hawkins that's motherfucking Dame Judy Dench. She's got a million Oscars, I bet. Yeah, she's got a ton. And she's great. No, I love her. Yeah, but the scene that they picked from her also in Belfast was just like so random. She says like, like one, one word. Yeah. yeah. I was like, does she say more in this film or is this like the <laughs> most screen time she gets? And that's what she got nominated for. I'm allergic to that shit. Uh also, um, how did you guys feel about that Liza Minnelli, Lady Gaga moment? Sha. Just bless. Like, they had a super great chemistry together. Liza, she's slowing down, but she's not fading. You know, she's got Absolutely. a spark. That woman has always had a spark. And it seems that Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, I think, stepped in at the perfect times without, like, taking control. And even the way she, like, held her body with Liza, like, it was always, like, Liza's center with Gaga kind of being the frame around her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was very sweet. It was it was like you were saying, like, yeah, very much like Liza is an icon at the front of this. And, you know, I'm just here kind of just a little bit of a support. Exactly. And it was very sweet. Yeah, super sweet. And Liza honestly looks great. Yeah, she looks exactly like she did in Arrested Development. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so sweet. Um, So let's talk about the musical performances of the Oscars. I have a lot of I have a lot of things to say. Which did anything stand out to you in the the music lineup of, of the night? They really put their whole like pussy into that Encanto one. <laughs> they did. I was like, the I went and I changed shots. my my answer after that because I was like, okay, they put all the money in this, and Megan the Stallion came out. What yeah. the fuck? A lot of people are saying they didn't like that rendition of 
uh, we don't talk about Bruno. And I was like, what was not to like? I was living. There's like 30 singers, mm-hmm. fucking Megan the Stallion, giant like crane shots. I was like, Whatever. dancers. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting that they didn't choose. We don't talk about Bruno as the song for best song. Right. I'm yeah. surprised too. I guess they feel like they have to choose the emotional ballads. Yeah. I mean, Dos Oreguitas is a really beautiful song, and just, like, thinking about it could make me kind of cry, but <laughs> that's not the songs that win. If they really wanted a song to win, that would have won. I think it would have won that as well. Won. Yeah, absolutely. We don't talk about... Oh, my God. It's just so good. Um, I was telling Lizzie before this that Megan Thee Stallion apparently was called, like, five days before uh, the actual what? Oscars, and they were like, hey, would you want to come do this? And she was like, fuck yeah. Do you think, like, Cardi B like dropped out or something it maybe it was someone dropped out maybe they like had more money in the budget yeah uh but like they had to have paid her to write the verse too absolutely she looked amazing also i think her dress was the most iconic of the night for me i think she was absolutely the the best dress her and timmy best dress best dressed they were great um what do you think about that beyonce performance i went back and watched it again and i was like holy shit I changed my answer drooling on that. Okay, yeah. so my music, my music um, best song went from No Time to Die. Then I saw Beyonce's performance and went to that. And then <laughs> no. I saw that we don't talk about Bruno. And then it went to the Encanto song. Uh, no way, you changed it twice. I changed it twice and That's ended hilarious. up fucking myself. But it yeah. was so good. Jeez, and I love that she wore the dress to the ceremony too. Oh my god, with like the diamond garter. Mm-hmm. I gotta t- like that was such a. St- Stunning performance, like all the dancers and the violins were like all the tennis ball color. Uh, it was like a massage to my brain. Like next time my brain's feeling overstimulated, I'm just gonna go watch that because the like monochromatic and just like beautiful sweeping choreography of it all. Ooh. Yeah, I'm talking about them like spending money on Encanto, but like I totally forgot that they opened the Oscars with that number and it was like a whole Beychella all over again, you know? Living living so good i like the idea of bringing more music into the oscars why not yeah i i could have honestly i just think every do i want to say this i think every billy eilish song sounds exactly the same i agree and so when she started performing i think i went to the bathroom i listened to that song back and it's super catchy it was stuck in my head but i was like it's kind of empty i don't know what this song is about the lyrics are so vague and yeah, the musicality of it is nice. And she does have an amazing voice. I can't deny that. I think that's a common thread with the James Bond songs because like Adele did Skyfall and she just said Skyfall like 50 times and mm-hmm. the song didn't really have like a, a real meaning either. I guess the 007 movies are like kind of empty as well. I mean, Skyfall would maybe be the one exception. That one had like generational themes to it, but the rest of them are just like, Hot boy meets a bunch of hot girls. They have hot sex and things blow up. Yeah, I do think Skyfall is my favorite as well because Javier is in that one and he does like a fantastic job. Holy Ugh, shit. Yes. So good. Queer-coded villain. We love it. <laughs> we love to see it. We love it. <laughs> and then another song category. Okay, this is a perfect segue into how Dune basically fucking won everything, but original score also went to Dune. Over Encanto, Parallel Mothers, Power of the Dog, and Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up? There was a score in that movie? (laughs) What the fuck? Like, don't look... I forgot that I got nominated. Did the other movies just not have music? (laughs) Silent. Totally silent. It's all silent films. Um, I don't really remember the score from Dune so much, but Hans Zimmer, Ah! people love him. Oh, the mouth. Ah, that is is pretty sick, actually. (laughs) Yeah. That is pretty sick. Sounds like Mars Attacks or something. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Jeez, I'm gonna like. Yeah, I, I think Dune. I think Dune deserved it. But like Hans Zimmer didn't even show up, that bitch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> He's probably got 17 Oscars as well. How many does he have? He must have like 10 thousand let's find out so hans zimmer has been nominated 12 times and won twice his first win was for the lion king which is the most iconic score of all time period wait 
he's only won twice. This is his mm-hmm. second win. Mm-hmm. Damn, he was over it from the beginning. I mean, after when you get nominated 11 times and don't win, yeah. you probably want to stop showing up. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> it won't be Dune. Surely not Dune. He's like, yeah, not this year. I think one of my favorite scores um, was Spencer. That wasn't nominated. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, yeah, over Don't Look Up. Girl! I can't think of a single noise in that movie. <laughs> I can't remember anything well, about that movie. Well, they open with J-Law doing um, Wu-Tang, her like rapping a Wu-Tang song, and then that's like the only sound I hear other than the asteroid like... But that's not the score. Yeah. That would be the soundtrack, you know? Like all the good <laughs> things you remember about that movie are not attributed to anything the Oscars can nominate. That's so you're true. right. And same fucking composer as Power of the Dog. So he got robbed twice, in my opinion. Robbed. Dub- double robbery. Double robbery. Damn. Um, so some other shit that Dune won, and I'm talking like I don't love Dune, y'all. I think Dune's a fucking fabulous movie. It's great. It won a fuck ton of shit. It won sound. Lee, you're our in-house sound person. What, what do you... Sounds good. Sounds good? <laughs> yeah, it's good. It wasn't pretty sexy sound, I can't lie. It was hot. It Liz- was. Lizzie and I saw it in the Dobie surround sound, and we're like... <laughs> <laughs> like sounds of sand were like oh and that fucking worm the worm dude oh <laughs> my god the giant asshole worm giant gay worm yeah Mm-mm. it was great lee you, you don't have anything else to say about dune dune winning for sound the sound so i watched it at home i didn't get to see it in the Aww. theaters but you watched it finally yeah i did finally watch it what'd you think i liked it a lot my biggest complaint i don't like the shields the way the shields look <sighs> Wait, refresh my memory. What do the shields look like? They just like turn. It's like they get sort of like, they, what, how do you? How would you describe it? It's like, like they a, get a translucent, like a membrane, and yeah. then when uh, they get hit and it's a lethal hit, it's blue. red. If it's like a like a non lethal hit, it's blue. I personally, that was my favorite part of the movie. It's funny that you didn't like it. Do you I, prefer the like OG version? I don't think the OG one like looks good either, but I think I prefer the, <laughs> the look of the OG shields to yeah. the um. That's literally my like one complaint. Uh, did you I, like the movie? Like, yeah, did you, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I maybe we talked about it on our predictions episode. Like, I haven't actually finished reading Dune. I've only gotten like I feel like a hundred, two hundred pages in. But it was cool having read that much and like seeing Dune for the first time. I feel like so the movie is only like one third of the book or something, right? It's like just part of the book. Right. That's what I'm to understand. So like, I feel like most of what I saw in the movie I read, there's definitely some stuff towards the end that I didn't get to, but no, yeah, good movie. I don't remember the shields. I remember that cute little <laughs> fucking mouse thing. The Hunter Seeker? Yes. Yeah. The little fly? No, 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 no. no. You know, oh. when they're, they're talking about recycling their water, him mm. and the, their mom, and they see little those jack like- jackrabbit? Yeah. You, what was it called though? It was like a rodent- on the dunes. Yeah. And it was a dune mouse. like the cutest thing I've ever years. seen. Oh, send me a picture. Okay, let's see. Dune mouse. Dune mouse. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> okay. That singing is the fucking mice, like in heat or something. They're called desert mice in the dune, according to Dune Wiki. But um, I don't, let me find a picture. It was so freaking cute. It's weird. I thought there was like a name for him in the book or something, but I guess <gasps> just the desert ears mice. And the little feet. Yes, it oh was so gosh. freaking cute. Oh, they're very cute. Like this deserves all the awards for me. I think. <laughs> well, this was VFX, and it won for that. So, mm-hmm. so basically, desert mice clutched another win. Hell <laughs> yeah! Hell yeah! I, I definitely voted for them for VFX. The VFX of that fucking film are so sleek, so sexy. Yeah, absolutely. So Completely deserved. Super deserved. Um, and then what else did it win for? Production design, which did any of us? I didn't vote for that. Did you vote for that? Did you vote for that? Yeah. No, I don't think That's I one did. of the ones I got right. Good job. Wow. Because you were saying like Power of the Dog because they built the house. And I was like, bruh, Dune, they built so much shit and what mm-hmm. they didn't build was like um vfx didn't like yeah the virtual production hot. and shit yeah yeah Ooh. yeah i mean look i can't be mad at dune dune's sexy so i wonder if dune 2 will win any oscars or if we're like ah, oh, we're over it we've already seen all this sexy shit yeah sequels don't fare so well they don't. unfortunately which <laughs> never made sense to me but fine yeah it's like if you're providing the same thing just again and you don't get nominated for it, it's like, well, then why did I get nominated for it the first time? You yeah. I mean? 
Exactly. If it's not good enough for a second Oscar. If they do all the same shit just as good. Then why? Por qué? Because they don't like number twos in their nominations. Yeah, it's just not a sexy number. Um, Did it win anything else? Oh, yeah, look. It won editing as well. I hoped Power of the Dog would win editing, but sadly it did not. But Dune deserves – I mean, Dune deserves every technical award. I can't be mad at it yeah. for winning. But you know what? Like, it – didn't go beyond that like Denis didn't even get nominated for directing which someone pointed out to me and I was like huh you're right for like a movie that was stacked in so many awards they kind of stayed in the craftsmanship area and I guess like sci-fi movies kind of get like relegated to those awards even though there were some acting performances that were stunning and could have been nominated for I mean Denis was like gagged over by every one of his crew that won an award so obviously he's a good director so but I guess maybe sci-fis don't do so well in those fields. It's it's kind of like the Oscars are so contradictory, you know. I would have loved to see Mama Atreides in even supporting. Yeah. She did a fantastic – I think oh, she, absolutely. for me, of all the characters, did the best acting. Zendaya should get like an honorable was hot and silent award. Yeah. Maybe in the second one. Has she been nominated before? Oh, for actress? I don't think so. Hmm. She'll get it. Yeah, she's on her way, well on her way. Yeah, and the second one where they give her a few lines, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm really excited for the second one because that's when he's going to learn all his, like, desert Obi-Wan Kenobi shit. Yeah, oh. he's going to put a little desert mouse on his back and, he's like, gonna be do millions. push-ups. Do push-ups with the desert mice. <laughs> yeah. And the last thing it won for, cause it, but wait, there's more, is uh, cinematography. Sure, why not? Whatever. I, I think mean, Ari Wagner should have snagged it. Yeah. I think what made the cinematography beautiful was all the other crafts, you know, they just captured all the other stuff going right. on. Not to, you know, downplay that. Right. It was pretty subdued cinematography, I think, which you're they right. They didn't like, do anything crazy. But maybe if they had, it would have been too much, you know, like I kind of just wanted to drink it in and like see all the cool shiny shit that VFX was doing. And it really just let you do that. Yeah. So why not? I'm thinking of this uh, Degrassi shot. No. <laughs> Did you guys ever see Degrassi? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a character, Ashley, who finds out in one of the seasons that, that her dad is gay. And her mom goes, well, Ashley, your father, he's gay. And they do the, vertic- the vertigo dolly zoom <laughs> in. <laughs> cinematography i'm like what if they tried to do all this like weird like flashy stuff with the like dolly zooms and all this stuff hands and drones and it wouldn't have made it look cheesy because they're already doing so much but i'm glad they didn't go for that but i think it's funny that degrassi I'm so glad this reminds you of Degrassi. That's the highest honor for Dune. I'm going to send you that video because it it really tickles me. You know, that was the first time that that shot was used in a television series. Yeah. That was actually the originating moment of that shot. No one ever done that before. Yeah, no one had ever done it before. (laughs) Hitchcock be damned. Hitchcock stole it from Degrassi. Hitchcock literally has been robbing from Degrassi since day one. Since day one. And we're here to talk about it. Unearthing the truth. Yes. Oh my god, help us. Before I move on to acting, there's one more. This one I was super pissed about. Uh, Original screenplay went to Belfast. Belfast. I was like... Belfast. No, thank you. I don't think it was a good screenplay. I think that's bullshit. I don't think it it was an original story by any stretch of the imagination. Like I would rather have had Licorice Pizza win that than Belfast. That was a all the movies. Like yeah, this is not a well stacked. This is not well stacked. So writing original screenplay, we have Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and the Worst Person in the World. I voted for the Worst Person in the World with high hopes that I knew would be crushed. I was like, if it goes to Don't Look Up. I'm leaving my own party. <laughs> and Belfast, I kind of, I think I just rolled my eyes at that point. Yeah. I just don't. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't need it. No, no. Gosh. All right. Rolling right on past that. Yeah. Let's move right along. Let's talk about these actors. Are there any, wait, we missed some of the actors. Oh, supporting. No, we talked about supporting. We don't have to talk about everything. We don't? We didn't talk about. Bruno. Bruno. <laughs> Ariana DeBosey. Oh, Yeah. <gasps> 
Debose is how how they said. Yeah, I said it Debosey in my episode. No, I just followed. I copied your answer there, so I just said that too. I'm from Cajun land. Like everything's like got a French twang to it, but it's actually Debose. So apologies to her for that. She was the first award of the night, and yeah, easily the best speech. I cried. And Rita Moreno in that like hat looking so cute. She looks so proud and so happy for her. Yeah, incredible. What a poetic moment that she won. Can I play the speech? Absolutely, please. So cute. Yikes! Okay. Oh my word. Um, you know what? What is this? Um, you know what? Now you see why Veranita says I want to be in America because even in this weary world that we live in, dreams do come true. And that's really a heartening thing right now. Um, if I took the time to say thank you to every single beautiful person who has lifted me up on this stage, you find people would be sitting here until next Oscar. So I'm not going to do that, but just allow me to say that it was the summer of a lifetime and I am the most privileged and grateful to have spent it with all of you. Um, my God, thank you, Steven Spielberg. You're stuck with me now. Yay. Um, thank you, Christy McCosco Krieger and Tony Kushner and the divine inspiration that is Rita Moreno. You are staring at me right now. And I'm so grateful. Your Anita paved the way for tons of Anitas like me. And I love you so much. Um, I'm going to wrap this up and talk about my family, my mother, who is here tonight. Mama. <laughs> I love you with my whole heart, and this is as much yours as it is mine. Um, my, some of my tribesmen, my family, my love, Sue, Jonathan, Diana, Anthony Calamita, um, I couldn't do what I do without each and every one of you. <clears throat> so, lastly, imagine this little girl in the back seat of a white Ford Focus. Look into her eyes. You see a queer, openly queer woman of color and Afro-Latina who found her strength in life through art. And that's what I believe we're here to celebrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so to anybody who has ever questioned your identity, ever, 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 or find your, you find yourself living in the gray spaces, I promise you this, there is indeed a place for us. Thank you to the Academy and thank you all. Hell yeah, dude. I'm she's kind of crying again. She's so good. What a great speech. Inc incredible speech. We saw so many like beautiful gay couples this year, like openly yeah. embracing on the carpet, which I mean, we hadn't seen them in person for a few years because of COVID, but like, I don't remember the visibility being this strong. Yeah, especially for women. And she's the first woman of color, queer woman of color to win an acting Oscar. And like, holy shit, so fucking well-deserved. That we know of. That we know of, true, openly. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know who, fun fact, do you know who the first openly queer person to win an acting award was? Jodie Foster? No. She won, but she wasn't open. Oh, who? Angelina Jolie for Girl Interrupted. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> Isn't that I a need gag? to do I need to do a Girl Interrupted episode. Yeah. I have so this much like tidbits sign. on this. Yes. I absolutely love her in that role. I have I have so much like fun facts about the girl interrupted i want to spew right now but like i will just do that movie next and that will solve that i want to hear them i feel like that movie is making a resurgence i see like clips and videos and images of it all the time on my instagram and stuff like, i fucking love that people movie people are still gagging over it. it's so good um but yeah ariana debose okay fine lizzie i'll do girl interrupted next fine. let's go let's go mm -mm -mm -mm. yeah oscars is like over like christmas is over we get to go back to like normal life now i mean do we have to no <laughs> what's normal gosh lee you know we've been fucking babbling away is there anything you want to download from your oscars experience hmm. yeah i was just surprised i guess not surprised by coda because uh our friend ben was like so sure he was like i'm just telling you coda's gonna win uh and i you know i think it might have been like predicted that it was climbing but i don't know i felt like power the dog has so many nominations and then just kind of went away you know i wish it had gotten some more awards 
Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah, someone at the party at one point came up to me and was just like, yeah, it's probably going to be Coda. It's trending number one on DraftKings. That's, yeah. And I was like, you can vote for the Oscars. on. You can bet on the Oscars on DraftKings. And they're like, yeah, you can bet on anything. That was a huge thing this year. Like a lot of my friends were not putting a ton of money in, but like 20 bucks on mm -hmm. the Oscars. That is like, I, what? We should do that next year. We should start like a subtextual. Lizzie's not interested. I was Never like, mind. I don't know if we're good enough. Like, I, again, I just choose from my heart. I don't choose from my brain what will win. <laughs> you know? I got the worst score, so you would just be taking my money. Oh, you mean like vote with bet with each other? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not I'll, against I'll the world. I would no. I would not stand a chance. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, I'm happy to start a betting pool with you. Oh, how quickly your attitude has changed. <laughs> I need money. I need money. Speaking of money. Yeah. We're launching. A Patreon. A Patreon. We sure are. Because we need money. <laughs> we would love some money. Um, absolutely no pressure. We're just happy to have you here listening. If you feel like you can or would like to, it would mean the world to us. But it really just means the world that you're just here. So do whatever you can or don't do anything at all. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, it's there if you want like a sticker, but if you don't yeah. want a sticker, that's cool. You can listen to one episode and then disappear and, and we're still really grateful to you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to us, um, talk about the Oscars. There's been a lot of buzz this year about it. So I'm sure you've heard like every single opinion under the sun, but thanks for spending some time with us here today. And, um, We'll have a lot to say about the next Oscars, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. This is going to be an annual thing. Y'all just get ready. Yeah. So, Lizzie, what did you learn? I've learned that Billie Eilish is run by some sort of computer program <laughs> that just, like, <laughs> finds the algorithm of notes to get stuck in my fucking head because <laughs> No Time to Die has been in my head for 17 straight hours, and I'm so upset. <laughs> Lee, did, did you learn anything? What have you learned? I learned that... uh pig should have been nominated that's what i learned yeah <laughs> Period. that's what i want to say before this ends um i didn't learn this but i helped someone learn this because the nicholas cage movie came on and it's a preview and i was like i can't believe people don't know that he's a coppola and someone like turned to me it was me it, and there was somebody else was like what and i was like yeah it's their coppola's his like uncle the coppola's they just it's just in their dna do you want to subtextually score this Oscars? <laughs> I really do. I really do. Okay, okay. Okay, so the subtextual score works. How gay is it? How good is it? We average the scores out of 10, and that's our score. So, Lizzie, how good was this year's Oscars? Girl, like a five? Yeah, I'd say a six because I've seen some really bad hosts kind of bring that score down. So I'll say six. Lee? That's true. I was entertained. I'll go six. Okay. And uh, Lizzie, how gay was it? Pretty fucking gay. Um, I'll say for Ariana, an eight. It would have been a 10 if Kristen won. So I'll say an eight. All right, Lee, how gay was it? I'll take, I'll take uh, Lizzie's lead. Yeah. Take Lizzie's lead. Yeah, eight. I will say I will give it because of the celesbian visibility, because Jane Campion, there's a chance she has a female partner. Uh, Ariana DeBose winning Spectacular. Um, there was like a gay character in all of these movies. Basically, yeah. I'm going to give it a nine. Yeah. I'm going to give it a nine. It's the gayest Oscars I think I've ever seen. I agree. You're right. I totally agree. And lots of gay women too. Yeah. Love it. Hell yeah. So do the math thing. Oh yeah. With Wait. the calculator thing. Uh, brings our overall subtextual score of this year's Oscars to a seven. More than fair. I think so. I do. I think so. All right. So super stoked to see what's going to be coming out in 2022 that we're going to scream about at this time next year for the Oscars. So maybe we should go see a movie after this. What are you doing? Yeah, let's take off. Let's go see uh, the outfit. <laughs> I I saw like uh, someone on Twitter saying like it's an amazing movie, but I don't know. That could have been trolling. <laughs> But they were like, Can't trust really me, it's you. an amazing movie. But still, it seems like it could be trolling. <laughs> I saw a fucking, um, I saw, um, I went to read the reviews for Dear Evan Hansen. And <laughs> someone had given it a five out of five stars. And the review had like spoilers. And I was like, I'm not going to watch this movie. So I opened the review and it was like, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine if I give this five stars? <laughs> 
That's a great one to do on the pod because yeah. we've been doing too many good movies. We need to start racking up these shitty ass movies. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I promise you this, subtextual y'all. This my next episode is going to be a shitty bisexual movie, just for you because I love you. Thanks, Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Night. Subtextual is produced by Lee Garcia and Bruno Doria. Engineered by Lee Garcia. Your hosts are Lizzie Guitro and Sam De La Fuente. Editing by Lizzie. Music by DJ No. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd at SubtextualPod. If you'd like to support the show, feel free to find us on patreon.com slash subtextualpod.